2: New York podcast live on the evening rush network real raw and uncut queens
1: hey 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 happy monday everybody hello
0: there how do you do yes how are you how are you guys
1: guys? (laughs) my bad (laughs) <laughs> yeah. i was trying to share it on facebook but you know it's just not gonna happen it'd be, right it be doing what it want right. to do right you gotta mute us while we talking and do it. that's what i do to y'all every every monday i do the same thing in the first oh, so <laughs> you,
0: okay you do it that way <laughs> i usually just do it from my computer because it doesn't the, the um sound doesn't automatically play
1: I'm gonna have to figure out something, so I but can whatever. See. Yeah,
0: it, I mean, sometimes it do what it want to do, but it's Monday, ladies. It's Monday, yes. How was everyone's weekend?
1: My weekend was all right, a yeah, little <laughs> busy. Well, very busy, but
0: i, I must gonna say, and you had a busy weekend. I seen all yeah. those posts you didn't post, I mean, trying to be honest, but I had a very, very busy <laughs> weekend, and, cake and uh, candy roses. and... What in sure, Moscato bottles? And yeah, honey, and, doing a, <laughs> I was doing a whole lot this I was like miss, if another thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Because then I get the message. Oh, you do that too? You do that too? And I'll be like, Yeah, it's not much I don't do, but just work for me because I'm trying to get some stuff out the way, but just deal with me, you know. But I got you. I got you. Right. you
0: don't don't need it right away, okay?
1: Right, right, <laughs> right. How are you, Precious? I'm alright. I need a cake though. That's right.
0: I was getting, well, I was looking at that cake with the lady sitting, it, and I was like, I just wonder what's what what kind of cake that is on the inside. That was cake. Oh, I'll give it to me.
1: I want it. <laughs> oh, we make that? That was vanilla cake. I was actually that was a freestyle. They didn't even tell me what kind of cake they wanted. They were just like, she's turning um forty seven. <laughs> The color's purple, just make it do from there. And I was like, 47, that's a grown woman. You know, it we'll was something nice. That's a grown woman. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I
0: I, I was so crazy. I just was like, let
1: me see. And I just, I, I, I actually was very surprised when it came. I was like, oh my God, this is really, really pretty. I had the thought, but then once I went to work and it came out, it was like, pow.
0: Execution style, yeah. I was, like,
1: yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I was, I was what happened? <laughs> I would taste buds are grown though, so we can't have some of that grown cake. Oh boy, that no, that I mean, cake is in Yonkers right now. They done come and pick that cake up. That cake is yeah, in yeah, yonkers. We right to make it over. That's it. That's what we saying. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I got you. And we have Miss Antara Rashida back Yes, in honey. How so do you do? <laughs> How was your weekend? Hi. Hi. Thank you I'm for wonderful. joining us. Again. How are you? We're good. We appreciate you for joining us today. How's and everybody? I had, had a great... As well.
2: It was good. It was a good weekend. That's good. That was great. Restful, finally.
0: That's oh. good. At least somebody had a restful weekend. I was
2: about to say I, <laughs> I did. I needed it.
1: These girls, we be
0: moving and
2: grooving. We are Tired. Tired. <laughs> A lot mm-hmm. of presentations this week. The suicide walk with my Eastern star. Oh, yeah, that's family. on Sunday, uh, right? It's Sunday, yes. Mm. And so, you know, out of darkness into the marvelous light is our theme to right. um, raise awareness around suicide. And so, mm. it's really dear to our hearts. Some people in our chapter has lost loved ones. Um, for my mom, who you know continues to live in spite of, and so it's really important to me. So I'm excited about that on Sunday. Yes, I'm excited about poorest sweaters. She Woo! rocks these. Yes, was all right. was on the way. <laughs> number four four two. So guys, I can't wait to see what that's looking like, and I'm loving the Envious Creations order.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> Put your name on it. It, it I did this That's
1: right, I did this yes. right. <laughs> I was, The pink shirt that I did He was like, because he's a TikToker He said, put your logo on and I'll shout you out And I was like, okay And then when he was like, and it better be on the seat, I was like, well then let me go and Unbag them, them shirts and let me <laughs> Repress them because They was about ready to go That's <laughs> it <See? laughs> Look at that.
0: Somebody gave you another idea. Now that's brand brand just stuff. That's right. Um yeah. and Cora, where is the where's the walk um this weekend?
2: So South Street Seaport. Okay. 16. So and downtown what, Lower S- Sun- Manhattan. Sunday. Sunday.
1: It's Sunday, right?
0: The walk is yeah, on the twenty yeah. third. So if
2: anybody there. is interested, you can still go to that's no, that's a Saturday.
0: Saturday. The twenty third is Saturday. So
2: Sunday, Sunday at from 10th. Um, well, it starts at 11, so Sunday from 11 to 2 um, mm-hmm. So
1: it's so on the twenty
2: fourth.
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah Okay, okay, okay Cause
2: I'm like, wait, Sunday.
1: The 23rd is the, the 24th, 24th Sunday the 24th. Got it, mm-hmm. got it, got it So everybody, it's the 24th Yes, yeah, the, the
2: 24th Sunday from 11 to 2 Got it Hey, Facebook user, mm-hmm. hey, Benjamin Thank you for joining us No, so the 24th, and then on the 23rd is Friendship. Huh? No, I'm listening. We listening. Oh, okay. I was saying I couldn't hear y'all for a second. Sorry. Right. So i was saying the 23rd is Friendship Baptist Church. They're having a domestic violence panel um for young people in relationships and violence. And so I'll be speaking to that. Um and as soon as I get the flyer from them, I will shoot it to you all so that you can also circulate that as another outlet for people to come and get information
1: awesome 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 and you're doing a domestic violence forum of course which is good for as we know october is breast cancer and domestic violence awareness month as you see us today we have on our purple we're going to support you know domestic violence next week nine times out of ten hopefully we can do pink next week if we could get a guest um and our topic today is hey Dawn. How does domestic violence affect you? I didn't put that, but okay, domestic <laughs> violence breaks the silence. But he's doing his own thing today, but okay, You're <laughs> yeah. right? That's, not a producer. <laughs> yeah. That's only because I don't have control over the panels today. This is kind of wipe my computer out, and I, I'm gonna have to regroup all of this over here because I don't know. You, you go, you got it,
0: girl. You're gonna. You <laughs> it's all right we yes. have we have minus slip up. you know what minus slip up for a major recovery girl
1: because so. i don't know this is crazy but yes uh domestic violence how does it affect you has anybody on the panel been through a domestic situation okay i'm not, I'm not laughing at precious because she's been through it but the way she did she was she's just the most like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I can't. I think everybody has, whether they want to admit it or not. I think we all been through it some type of way, you know. Because I've been situations, yeah. you know. It doesn't just have to be physical. It's mental. It's verbal. It's various ways. Also, men through, um, men do go through domestic violence situations as well. Because there are a lot of women that tend to be very aggressive. Oh, maybe you know, I'm do the, the domestic, domestic violent and maybe I'm the one who <laughs> supports you the domestic violence.
0: Yeah, oh abusive. man. I have to reevaluate myself. You do. You yeah. cannot be the aggressor
1: child. <laughs> <laughs> but um domestic violence is very serious. I used to actually host uh annual domestic violence awareness um fun uh fundraiser with Coco. And so we used to do it every year because I was an abuser I was an abusee and she was an abuser. Mm-hmm.
0: So we collaborated oh,
1: okay. and um so everybody definitely know my story. I hate to like cause I'm not a victim of it anymore. I definitely got I have gotten past it. Um, but to just give a little bit of backstory. So um I was in a, I was in a relationship and I was physically abused, mentally abused, emotionally abused. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me. Um I did not grow up seeing domestic violence. So it was right weird to get with someone who, it wasn't like that when we first got together. It it was like smoke and mirrors, you know, it was like the nice guy, and then once I, you know, once we had these children, it became the bad guy, and then um, it was possession, um, isolation, possession, isolation, verbal abuse, Um, a lot of insecurities was running around, and I made a decision one day like, while he was stomping me out with a Timberland boot and he spit in my face. so I was like, God, if you give me out of the situation, I would never return. And I remember leaving my house with just the clothes that I had on my back, not even with my clothes or my children, because he went in and let me get the kids. And um, I never returned. And that was since 2011. And I have been done with that, <laughs> over with Amen. You are a survivor We are very proud of you Mm -hmm. And we are glad that you are here today I've had a domestic situation Like one of my A past relationship that I was in It was more so abuse Like I was like why I gotta fight for And it was just more so a lot of jealousy on his part And then you know I got a smart ass mouth Anyway but still It's still no reason But at the end of the day Domestic violence it plays a part a lot it makes you and like and that was supposed to be the topic. Um, how does it affect you? It makes you don't want to even be in relationships, it makes mm-hmm. you don't trust people. You understand what I'm saying? And it affects you mentally also, even when you have like children, because now it's like, damn, if I do get into another relationship, do I gotta go through this again? Do my kids gotta see this? Or you know, do I have to walk on eggshells having a conversation with somebody? <clears throat> I think I want to be with or I may not want to be with. You understand what I'm saying? So it put you through a big emotional war and Sally. You you definitely go through an mm-hmm. emotional roller coaster, but mm-hmm. you definitely have to know your own worth though because Absolutely. Are, like there was no way I was ever going to get back with something like that. I did not care. Like when I say Because know, that was your breaking
0: point. Because you've your breaking point. When it's your breaking point, you know it. And no one else can tell you when your breaking point is. People go always say, well, why'd you wait so long to leave? Well, why'd you wait so long to leave? Because I wasn't ready to accept it at the moment. My breaking point, your breaking point is whenever your breaking point is,
1: and no one can tell you. Only, you know, only you know how much is enough for you. Right. Regardless of how yeah. much, even though everybody yeah. might disagree. Girl, lead it, man, or lead it. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, it's always it's like a, how you put it, like a catch-22. I want to leave, but then I want to stay. And then it's like we make excuses for the toxic relationship. You definitely make excuses. Mm-hmm. You definitely make excuses. You try to ration and rationalize it in your brain. You try to like put everything to it as to why you why you should stay, but at the end of the day, it's all bad. Right? You, leave. you gotta leave it. You eventually gotta leave because if you stay in it, it's just gonna do nothing but tear you down, tear you down, break you down. And it broke me down, like broke me down as a woman. You know what I'm saying? With children, I suffered. I was going through a lot, and all because I didn't want to leave because you know this is my family. Like. Right. You know, it seemed like you fell a lot of people like we suffer from like oh, I don't want to fail I don't want to fail that was the failure staying in her What's the right you know trying to you know create this perfect home for my kids it wasn't perfect for me I was I was and I was getting it was household.
0: perfect but it was perfect for them because he was a very good he's a very good father it's but he was not, not a good he was not not a, a or good husband
1: man. or man right right no I was living in a house of horrors, and when I say, "Oh damn," you know, like to this day, like it took me years to forgive him because I couldn't forgive. I was I was very hurt behind it because I'm just like, "Well, damn!" Like you know, like what happened? Like we were young, but we we shouldn't have went through that. Like there's nothing, no right. excuse. Like it's not like he even grew up in a in a domestic violence household. So it's like, where did you get this from? But um when he did a hey, well. We we had like a conversation and he finally like apologized and I I literally just not too long ago got over it, it was like 2016 or whatever but it was it was very hard and then I remember um uh, when my kids had asked me like why why wouldn't you just stay with dad like I'm like <laughs> if you only knew
0: I right. I was young right
1: and then I experienced him whooping my ass in front of y'all but. That, that
0: was the house of horrors. Like, I was, girl. When did you finally tell, did you, well, I'm assuming you told them, but when, What? how old were they when they finally found out the truth about their father?
1: Well, now they're 16 and 14, so the, it was, I'm not, I never really kept nothing from them. It was just the right question in time. So I want to say, like, 10 for the oldest one, 8 for the youngest <laughs> one. Like, you know, like, they they just knew that we were not a match. Like, I do right. You know, cause when and when I had left, he kept the kids for a month. And you know, it's crazy because the law would not give mm-hmm. you your children if it's mm-hmm. not, uh, um, if it's not in um court. Like if you don't have a court order, but other the the father can keep the kids, and he kept the kids for a month. I couldn't see them, um, and then he finally gave them back. And then the kids were kind of wondering, like, why, why you ain't coming with us back home? And I'm like. I won't that was my
0: home no more. That's not my right. home
1: and then you know like my mom it was it was more so my mom being in a coma and the reason why he was hitting me was because my mother was in a coma and I was going to go see my mom. Like it was just like dude like you can't even relate that together. like where in your brain would you get mad at a woman for going to go see her mother who's in a coma. So for me to have to see my mother in a coma with a black eye, with like, knocks on my head and stuff, you know? And so I was crying and I was just like, mom, can I just stay with you? And my mother opened her eyes and she was just like, she just shook her head, yes, because she couldn't talk. But this is how I my mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a coma. Can you can you just imagine? That is crazy. Right. Who, how do you get mad? Because your woman is going to go see her mother who's in a coma. This is what I was fighting. But like. it's not, they get mad over the littlest things. But
0: was, that's like, what the. And, and is. And I, that's, I don't think that he wasn't mad because you wanted to go see your mother. He was just mad because you didn't want to stay with him. Like, men, like, like, men like, that, like, they just don't want you to leave the house. Like you supposed to stay in the house barefoot and pregnant
1: for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was, he was definitely upset because I wasn't going, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with just like my mom. It was just the simple fact that that was just the occurrence that made him break. Like, cause he was just like, you know, like, well, why you gotta leave? Like, why you gotta go? And why was your family calling you? They don't know you married. Cause the, the family, like, my family was calling me like in the middle of the night because they found out that she was in the hospital in the middle of the night. So, you know, of course they're going to call it the child. And he's like, oh, they don't know you, you got like, you married, they don't know that you sleeping. Like, anybody care about that? Like, wait a minute. You know, and I was trying to be nice about it, but you know, things happen and I don't I am not, I don't live in that space. I don't I don't hold on Thank to God. that. We are in a better space. It's me and him just were meant to be. Thank God. Right. Right. Him and his kids are great. We are even greater because we are not together. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. We have a couple of comments. Who can see? Okay. She said, "Who can see?" Not I me. No, I'm oh, not on the thing. I, I, oh, hold me, on. girl. I, I, I'm Adam. Um,
0: me, Dave, Adam, uh, Give me a second. Give it, give it two seconds. Oh, uh,
1: Jesus! So was Antaro. What are your um what are your thoughts on um the situation precious um stated that she just went through? Like what is your opinion? You know, she did remove herself from the situation on her own. Um, I do have a situation that I remove myself from as well. I'll speak on to that as well, and also give various information in case someone watching and going through a situation as well. Oh, she can't hear us.
0: I think it's just delayed.
1: Can you hear us in Oh, man. Oh, she said yes. She's, oh, delayed. It's, it's delayed. Oh, she's Okay. What is your opinion on what Precious stated?
2: That's your so, I think... Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear okay, me? Okay,
1: good. Yeah.
2: I think it's delayed, too. Can you hear me now?
1: Yeah.
2: I can. Can you hear me?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: <laughs> Let me see.
1: Who can see the comments? So while she's getting situated, we got Adam the fitness. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Are you
2: here, us? Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. Y'all. it's just a delay somewhere. So I wanted to make sure I was actually gonna come in. I was actually gonna come in on the audio on my phone, so that way y'all could hear me and I could hear you a little better. Okay. Um, let's see.
1: You went on mute. Okay, okay so I was trying
2: to go through my phone. I did. I was trying to go through my phone, but I think Zion um, might have fixed whatever I was going through over here. So I would say that, number one, you are truly courageous. You are truly brave, and I want to congratulate you for being able to walk away, run away, do whatever was necessary to get out of that situation. Um, in regards to you know the action steps that you took and the whole experience, I often feel that our young men are experiencing some violence that isn't addressed
1: and Mm -hmm. what happens
2: is women become the outlet for it and i have a big heart for men in this season because that's how our our sisters are going to heal right um and then from my own experience with emotional and mental abuse being married to someone who was incarcerated his childhood trauma my childhood Mm -hmm. trauma and then we took different paths to healing and so that Mm -hmm. meant that we had to separate right because when two people are in a situation like that it becomes explosive when looking ways out right and so you don't have to be anybody's mfa you don't have to be nobody's bi you know what i'm saying you don't Mm -hmm. have to be none of that and women have started to take that like it's a compliment or that's just his way of loving me or he's just protecting me or he, you know, he's a narcissist, you know. And so at the end of the day, it's not your responsibility to make sure that he gets help. But being able to recognize that he needs help and get on your way, you understand, and say he he, a job for somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's Jesus, the therapist, who we, who, his mama, yeah. that's a job for somebody else. Right.
0: right? Not, it's not me. It's not right. me.
2: Um, And so the favorite line that I have is Until the little boy is healed The man cannot appear Until the little girl is healed The woman cannot appear Right Um, So for me it was just seeing um, How I was doing these trauma healing workshops Seeing how I was talking to people And realizing like I'm in a similar situation Right Mm -hmm. And I can't be a hypocrite Right And so that was the driving force to say God makes a way of escape and I'm going to take this one, right? Right, Uh, right. Allowing myself to continuously be isolated, continuously warming about, you know what I'm saying? Am I fearfully and wonderfully made or am I that stupid mf -er that didn't come up there on that visit and do what he wanted me to do, right? right? So at the end of the day, it's about us making sure that we are patient with people who don't have the same strength to leave their relationship. And I think that that's the other component to helping people in DV as well, right? So my best friend didn't have the strength to leave her relationship. So unfortunately, she was murdered and then Mm. he killed himself, right? And so her daughter and I are going to have a panel discussion at the end of the month to talk about the intergenerational trauma of domestic violence. Because you have to be able to be a safe space you may mm-hmm. have to hear their stories five and six times, and it's okay to say I can't handle it either.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? It's okay to say you know I can I can gently hand you over to another support system. Right? Mm-hmm. Safe Horizons. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different organizations. Some have had great experiences. Some have not. Right? right. Um, and so I agree with Precious in regards to everything that she has shared. How the courts is a hassle <laughs> at right. times. Right, Um, especially for women Who are on the welfare system If you're right. on the welfare system And you're in a domestic violent relationship And they have to pay for that child If you're getting cash benefits They're going to do everything they can to make sure That dad pays, regardless yeah. of how much He has hurt mom So that made me, oh y'all just come to court On opposite days Okay, But well, he knows I'm coming to court, ma'am so, exactly.
0: right. He right. still be lurking. He right. still send somebody to come it's, like, right. it. right.
1: like, it's not designed. It's not designed for um, mothers and domestic violence. Every year I, part, um, I get to Safe Horizon because Safe Horizon actually took me when I first called, because I, I called them and I went to the shelter for like a week, but I wasn't comfortable and I just left with the kids and we went back. So I still gave them the credit though because that was the first step and and they were gentle with me. It wasn't it wasn't horizon hard. is awesome. And so mm-hmm. like but like Aunt said, there's different experiences because I know some people who be like No, oh, I'm gonna explain to you why I say that because I yeah, went through a situation as well. Right. So they they were gentle with me. So every year, even even up until this year, I still give them every year at the end of October, I still give Money to them. I still like. You still donating everything. I still donate. That's the that's the one thing that I stand true to because this this was real life me. This really happened to me. And when people see me today, or when they when they see me in general, they're like, "Oh, you don't look like that.
0: You don't look like that." when you told when you told your story, I was like, "What?"
1: And then when people see him, they be like, "That he did that." Yes, like you know, we be surprised. Yeah. You have to know, and that's what made me like actually forgive him, because I'm like, you know what? I, I didn't take it in her terms, like what she said about, until you held a little boy the man can't show, but I basically said that, I was like, you know what? He gonna do something. It ain't got nothing to do with me. He was punching me, but it wasn't really me, so I'm right. gonna let him, do, and then, you know, like, he didn't, from what I know, he has never done it again, as far as, like, abusing a woman and I, I remember having like these conversations with him i'm like you know like what was it about me that made you do that to me like i was the mother of your kids like there was no like we didn't start off like that we i was never like you know um combative or nothing it was just really weird so i i just had to remove me i, I think to- personally when they do it they do have a pattern that's just my opinion they don't just <laughs> And it's just my opinion. I don't feel they just single one person out and then do that. And then it's, oh, now they mysteriously stop. I think a lot of times it's a pattern. And I'm I, why I say that is because I've been through the situation um, before. And this is when Biscuit was smaller and it was a situation where to the point um, he um, his father was like, I throw him out the window. It was to the point like it was bad like that. And I was working. And what I noticed, even being city employed, the shit don't get no respect because they look at it. Oh, you're for the city. So how are you going through this? Because at the end of the day, it's life. Regardless of the fact, when I clock out, I still go through what I go through. When I come home, I still go through what I go through. My child is still, my children are still here or whatever. So uh, we had a situation um, I called the cops. No, actually I didn't call the cops. I told my daughter to call a cop She called the cops and in the process of that he stopped fighting me and went and broke her phone But she was able to go and call the cops and they were able to come so what in between Him leaving they he actually walked into them and they um They see me bruised up and everything, but I was already doing my homework I was contacting safe horizon. I was looking into listen. How can I get out the situation right. still being discreet because i'm working for the department? but you don't want everybody in your business business. Mm -hmm. and then you still got two kids that you got to remove. And why I say safe horizon was awesome because of the fact that I called them and I explained them the situation and they had tried to get me to come in two different times before I actually came in. And then what I did was I waited until nobody was home. I waited till his family, his mom's was gone, his family was gone, he was gone and I packed up and I removed the kids or whatever. And I removed myself and they placed me, in a whole apartment, they made me feel a. Well, they made me feel comfortable. They made sure me and my kids was good. And mm. to the point, when that's why I say when I when I always say I know how to get missing. I know how to get missing. Like I fell off the grid to the point he couldn't reach me other than, um, he went to courts to put in for visitation. And then now they have to see now that biscuits in school and now that now ACS has to resurface and reconnect. So the visits went through Safe Horizons through the courts supervised. Then it went through um. Um, visitation. I was like, No, he's not going over there for the weekend, not right now. This is what he said. This is the track record. This is the police report, situations like that. So, we have to come to a neutral ground. So, once they started supervising, and it was literally once a week for like an hour downtown Brooklyn, I was coming from Queens where they had me, and then when you're moved from, um, move through domestic violence into a shelter, you cannot stay in the borough that the situation took place in. So if I when I was ready and I found my apartment, I could not move to Brooklyn. I couldn't move to certain parts of Queens. So they do restrict you and they even like with my workplace, they move my um my work site and everything. And then I had another situation where it was just like it seemed like he was just how can you put it not happy with himself. Uh-huh. Following you. Oh, I think No, it was it was like no, it was two different situations. He was two different situations. And it seemed like the second person, it was like he just was not happy with himself. I, I could go. Why are you getting your nails done every week? Because this is what I do. When you met me, I had my nails done. I'm it was see, just you, so much. But you see how you said that? Like there, there are a lot of women who find cuteness and my oh, my man want to know my every move, and he want he want um he wants to like have control over like finances or you know stuff like that.
0: that no, thank is, you.
1: That is possession, and that yes. is abuse. That's a form right. of me. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, and and um like um uh the term what ride or die. That's my he be calling me a, a ride or die bitch or like when he called me bitches and stuff. Girl, that is no, not that ain't it. Right, what that's not it. Ever? That is not your name, and I tell right. you that all the time because it, it grinds my gears that women even now are still good with those type of terms. That's not okay. My right. Name is you go inside; you will call me honey, precious Fatima, or you know some some term of endearment. Correct. So what we not, not going to do is the disrespect. And, and thank right. God that the the man I got with after I didn't have those issues. And I'm just so thankful because I can't like we don't even. There's no even we don't even have like screaming matches. There's healthy conversations around whatever disagreements we may have, but he knows I'm completely traumatized. And there's no way I'm dealing with anything like that. I'm right, like, and that's the same, the same with things. me, right? The little things could turn into the big things. And that and stuff like that turns huge. Like, you know, But like, it gives well, you I'm it not. gives you limited patience too that I noticed because like my patience is not here no more. Yeah. My patience is more so like, you know what? You don't rub me the wrong way. I'm not going to even give this type of energy. I'm good. You understand what I'm saying? A lot of people don't realize it's okay to not be with somebody. It's okay to be by yourself. You understand what I'm saying? Because when there's no headaches, there is literally no headaches. And it was crazy because when I removed myself from my ex situation, and I was with him for like seven, eight years, it was crazy. My daughter had asked me, Two, she asked me, she said, Ma, do you think so-and-so was blocking our blessings? I said, you know what? He could have been. Because I noticed, like, once I removed myself, my kids was flourishing in, um, in school. I, I took, right. I took Josiah out of therapy. Um they weren't so angry all the time it was i didn't have no acs unnecessary cases because now you you have the situations at home and just because you're in an acs situation does not mean there's violence in the home that just means could the kid could be acting out in school mm-hmm. and a lot of times i was acting out in school and then it was emotional situation because it, she wasn't comfortable in her own space correct correct and it was and then a lot of time you just think the child is acting out and you don't realize Hold up, okay. Something ain't right, and that's why now I'm very big on energy. If your energy is not rubbing me right, I'm sorry, you are no good for me, you are no good for mine. You cannot come to my house. I don't you even want to take I don't even want your money to take your order. You understand what I'm saying? That's the type of time when I'm on because I don't, it's not like I'm desperate. You understand what I'm saying? All money is not good money. All company Absolutely. is not good company And every relationship is not meant to be Some people are just here to be here for the moment Some people are here to be a lesson or a blessing And that's what a lot of people don't seem to realize Because life happens And just because the, you, we get blinded by what we see Oh, he's handsome Oh, she's pretty Or she's cool Or he has good conversation Deep down inside He or she might got a whole lot of shit going on with him A whole lot of mental thing and you'd be like, it might, and it'd be a big thing on triggers. You might not even realize, you might've been like, oh, your bitch ass, not even realizing that could have triggered him to set him off because of whatever happened in the situation. And that's why it's always good to talk, to learn the person you are trying to date, to learn the person you are considering being around or even having your, your, um, your kids around, your family around, everybody Mm -hmm. don't need my kids. People don't come to my house. And I'm fine with that. Listen, I see you outside. I meet you on New Lights Avenue. Go see me at Gateway. I'm about to go shopping. Stuff like that. You understand what I'm saying? Because everybody is not for you. And everybody's intentions is not well. But, but before we go... Mirrors too. So you got to remember that. There's a lot of smoke in Mirrors, though, too.
0: people will put their best foot forward when they first meet you.
1: Yes, the honeymoon stage they call it. You will go through intensive dating and intensive conversations, and then once you guys are sealed in, (laughs) they turn into somebody else. Because there's there's like people have a lot with them. You just never know. Like love, it does not have to, love has love does not have to be this trauma that we keep saying that it is. Love is supposed to be healthy. So like, right. even though I went through my situation and I knew, I was like, I would never, never, ever, ever, ever be with another man like that. I knew that love, I had positive representation of love. So I knew mm-hmm. love was supposed to be healthy. Right, love, right, right. Me, let's do this the right way, the healthy way. But for, for you and I, you sure have a healthy situation here right but i know we gotta go to break we all long-winded and stuff (laughs) we're gonna pay (laughs) some bills (laughs) so yes let's (laughs) run this commercial if y'all looking to do a podcast we this is the way to go about it let's pay some bills and to be continued so stand by y'all we'll be right back looking to podcast
0: shows and do not know where to start the evening rush network can help you with that Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at the rush Network at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Queens of New York Podcast. We're back. Y'all queens are looking awfully lovely today. Thank you, thank you. I'll be trying. We ain't
1: come to play today. The, it's the lips for me on you. It's the lips on me for you to hear that. I just MBK. <laughs> oh applying a little pressure. We gotta apply a little oh. pressure today. Yeah. I don't know if
0: they're ready, y'all. Don't come for us. How do you spice up your love life with
1: or without toys? Nice, slow, simple mellow. No judgment here. Yeah. So what was trying to do with that toy, I'ma take it easy. Spice it up. Any suggestions when using different toys and stuff? Play a little bit of lube. Playing with your nipples. Suck it on your neck. Oh my god! You won't need nothing if it's hitting. Naturally juicy, naturally wet. Right? I ain't trying to be out of order. I'm a pleasurable treat. Don't be afraid to incorporate your partner into the place. Get into it. And it's that's the way to advertise this role. We might not need extra parting. It's Monday, it's Monday, it's Monday. Real
2: raw and uncut queens.
1: Live
2: on the what, Evening what? Rush Network.
0: And we all right? Did, did you like
2: what? the commercial? You. Did you like the commercial? What? Yeah, but I'm I have that that commercial was so fire. I was like, they better what? Thank you. <laughs> I was like, because they was like slay the
1: day. Like, <laughs> oh, hello. thank oh, you. Yes. Precious I'm ain't so never seen You see, we be working I in the back, Precious. <laughs> y'all have to see my face. I'm like... <laughs> right. I
2: was. <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. yes. I was. I was sitting over here like... Right. <laughs> Turn
1: down. Like yes. So I as y'all can see, everybody, that is our new commercial. That is something we have added. We try to spice it up here and there. Like they stated, oh, is and That is how we do it. That was a spicy conversation that day, though. <laughs> yes. We appreciate y'all for joining us. If y'all don't already. Follow us at Rainbow Refreshers, Envious Creations, and 360 Photos. If you don't, please follow us at Queens of NYC Podcast. One word, no asterisk, on Instagram and Facebook. And we are back at it. We're talking about domestic violence today and how does it affect you and also break the silence. If you see something, say something. Um, There is a domestic violence number. Um, I hope... um, John does put it up. It, no, um, for domestic violence victims, he, he got to put it on the screen, but for domestic violence, violence. victims, hi, rise is 1-800-621-HOPE. For so victims of crimes and their families it's 1-866-689-HELP. For rape and sexual assault victims, it's 212-227-3000. We are going to put everything Yes, please because I know that was just like a lot that just like you know I just recited or whatever but there are and of course if there's a case of emergency you call 911 um ho- and but hopefully now they are sending out um help change agents instead of cops because cops are um they bring more They're
0: not really trained for that
1: Right, right. It's, am I am I correct? I, I believe, don't quote me, but I think that's what they starting to implement is a change agent program instead of the police coming out because, you know, it gets kind of crazy and you can't, they escalate situations a little bit more. Um, yeah, sometimes right, sometimes right. you need the cops, like, now I'm not one of the people who don't think we don't need no cops. Sometimes you need the cops. Now if he out there, if he out there beating your behind. Yeah, he needs to be
0: arrested. Like, to need
2: some some collaboration supports that are offered, right? And so, like yeah. you said, some some. Police departments are training their police yes. officers to understand how to be more empathetic and compassionate and talk a situation down, right? It's just right. like if somebody was getting ready to talk somebody off the ledge, it right. might be easier to shoot them in the arm and make them fall back, but that's not the goal. The goal right. is to get them to come off by themselves and right. to move forward, right? Um, and so it's just really about them making better decisions. Um they do take too long. Yes. They absolutely do. You know what I'm saying? People have died before they have gotten there. They already so, gone. Yeah, it's a wrap, you know? And then you got to also remember, cops are nervous. They scared. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, like, they're human. And I think that sometimes they come with all of that anxiety and fear. And like Rainbow was saying earlier, energy is foul. Energy yes. is foul. right? Um, But I want to say something about keeping our hearts, right? And so, you know, I'm going to just... Drop it for you. Let's go. You already know. So <laughs> the, the, Let's go. The, the basic instructions before leaving earth tell us what? It say keep vigilant watch over your heart. That's where life starts. Don't talk off both sides of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Avoid careless banter, white lies, and gossip. Keep your eyes straight ahead. Ignore all side so distractions. Watch your step, and the road will stretch out smooth before you. Look neither right nor left. Leave evil in the dust That's
1: I say that right. to say
2: to you That we hear it this way often For out of our heart springs forth the issues of life That right. is what that means When it says out of our heart springs forth the issues Of life, out of these men's Hearts, out of these women's hearts mm-hmm. Their issues are Flowing out of their life And so when Precious said earlier Like I asked him why me Well the opposite of love is hate right? And so oftentimes, A person gets so close to you Right, that the fear of losing you makes yeah. them the idea of not having you. Yeah. So, I'm gonna take everything out on you.
1: And that's the, right? the thing that I hate because I was told that if I can't have you, can't nobody else have you? And, I and was so, like, no, what we're not doing that,
2: we're not doing that. And so, what right. Envy was describing was for colored girls who 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 considered suicide when the rainbow was enough, when right. he said when he threw both them babies out the window. You mm-hmm. understand? Like, yeah. and, and, and I think that we so often don't want to. Address those issues and a lot of people Don't want to talk about trauma and I tell Them all the time I'm not trauma consumed I'm trauma informed because the world is full Of it but you You know know
1: When I I was told that and Tara that's the thing He told me that right And I was like really We not doing that we not And in the
2: beginning, it feels cute, like you said. And it depends. I think it takes women, and and because we'll talk about men, but from a woman's perspective, be honest about where you were when you got in that relationship for some. Right, right. Like Precious said, there's smoke and mirrors. It's called new new relationship energy, right? So Mm -hmm. that NRE that a lot of people have, what makes them say, I could play this role. Like I've always said I never wanted to date an actor. Because I was like, I got enough to deal with, you know what I'm saying, in here and trying to figure out if you true or if you fake. And I don't need nobody who's going to be constantly like performing for me. Because when people are selfish, they perform for you because they want to get a certain side of you. So they can't be authentic. And so it's really about you being able to discern and being able to say, where am I in this process? You understand? And where I was at that time, my my self-esteem was low. You know mm. i was feeling abandoned by my family. I was a prom candidate for isolation and to be believing anything that was said to me. Right. And so he got me. He got me good for years. I, I gave mm. me to him. You understand? Mm. And when I started to realize, like, I don't got to take this. I don't got to do this. Right. It's like, Oh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you in the head until you realize, like, that you can't do it by yourself, and that's where the war really starts for the victor to mm-hmm. become a survivor, to then become an
1: overcomer, right? To, be, to regain you your independence, before. also exactly. Yeah. Because
2: survivors just want to get out overcomers go back and get survivors and tell mm-hmm. them how they made
1: it over. There you go.
2: Right. And so it's important that as we start to go through that warfare internally, we need people around us. And if we don't have anybody, your faith better work for you to help Ooh. you understand. I'm bigger than this. He said, Absolutely. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. He said, I was made in his image. He said, I was the apple of his eye. That got to be louder than that brother saying to you, "Bitch, you ain't shit. Right. Right. And I don't care how you feel. You understand? Right. It's got to be greater than that. Because if it's not, it'll pull you to a place where you feel like, I can't get out of this. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, why and that's so how many so many women, women feel. Right.
2: That's exactly how so many women feel. You understand? And so you can't be afraid to get low with somebody. But you got to know your limitations and your capabilities. Absolutely. And so for me, when my best friend said, hey, sis, I need to black your spot." And I had to pray and I had to ask. God was like, no, that hurt me. It crushed me because I was like, how do you tell your friend no? And when she was murdered, I understood why God said no. It would have been a murder suicide in my house because she wasn't going to escape him. You understand? She wasn't leaving him. She just wanted to change locations because of her circumstances. She wasn't looking for a way of escape. She wasn't going to leave him. She wasn't leaving him. So she was just going to transfer that to my place. Right. You understand? right, and so God had to protect, and sometimes you gotta say no, right? A lot of
1: sometimes times you gotta, you gotta say, say no, no,
2: because guess what? The victim may want to run to your house, but they're being watched, like prestige just said. So now you've opened your home and your children up,
1: and now everybody's body. victim, correct? Correct. So now the, 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 the domestic situation goes from being in a relationship to the outside relationship to your household. Exactly,
2: mm-hmm. and, and your friend's household And your family's house Whoever you bring into the situation Which is why they want to isolate you So right. you can't, you know Even as the person going through the trauma Sometimes it's hard to understand When people have to set up limitations And boundaries or bring other organizations Or say let's call the police Because we're trying to protect everybody What's the point if I bring you here And he take me out Right
0: mm. that look at it like
2: that that you don't. True. You just right. look at it like I want to help. I want to help. I want to help. I don't want to be made to feel bad. I don't want people to say I'm wrong because I didn't help.
1: But sometimes you gotta say no. Unfortunately, self preservation. I can't yes, help. You. I cannot help you.
0: I am no longer here.
1: Yep, and, and you know what? It's just that's just the way mm-hmm. it really. The cookie does crumble. Like you, some you just. Sometimes people absolutely are not ready. Majority of times they're not ready. And so you Mm want to help them. And I mean, because there's times I've been called out my house. Like after I left my situation, it was just like I became like this DV advocate because I was just determined to get people away from, from bad situations. And there's times when I was called out my house like two, three, four in the morning, I'm out in my car. And I'm going to go pick up people from um, dangerous situations. They go right back. And I'm just like, but I I knew how to be patient, though, because I knew it took time. And because I was in that situation, I know that the first time ain't always the the only time that this might happen. And you might leave. You might keep coming back because you want to see the good in that person. But patience. And Tara said that earlier, you have to be patient. And then you also got to know when you are not fit for it. It, It's too much for me. (laughs) I was like,
0: this
1: this situation just might be too much. Let me, you know, transfer you to someone else who can really help you for real. Because there's people who are, that's their profession. That wasn't my profession. I was just trying to get people away from that but a lot of people you know they went back and i knew it wasn't nothing personal it's just really where their heart was until you are ready until you know that you're ready you're not gonna leave and,
0: and no- the time, the first time is never gonna be the last time because you're trying you're, you're just always like oh well maybe it was a one-time thing it can't
1: yeah. do it you again know, but- it's the i'm sorry and then there's <laughs> the flowers and then there's the the good makeup sex and all that other good stuff Talk yeah, about, it. about
2: the truth. Talk yeah. about it. Exactly this is what people need to hear. Yeah. It's we okay. You get a little stupid when he dick you down and then you don't realize until he slap you up that this ain't what you really want. Right. right. And so it's okay to be this transparent and honest because this is what people need to hear so that Absolutely. they can the shame Absolutely. that's associated with it, and then the worst is to get a community of people that you think are supporting you, and they wear out because mm-hmm. they get offended. You see what I'm saying? They're holy. They you went back. And so now it's, I'm offended. So now you beating me up too for going back, and you don't understand my circumstances. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so this is why you have to sometimes say no. And I didn't understand how God had His hand on me to do this work until late, because I remember being about fourteen, and my closest friend was dating a guy who um, was famous, and she was impressed by his age, mm-hmm. and he was sexually abusing her every. Mm-hmm nights and she would call me crying screaming like the sex is is, it's rough it hurts you know it doesn't feel good you know it's i i do this Mm -hmm. i do that i'm 14 right i'm 14 i'm like and so when i finally said like you don't want to talk to your mom like i can't handle this i lost her as a friend and to this day if we speak it's very tough as if she can't understand because she feels like I dropped her. You understand? And I was honest enough to say I'm not equipped. Right. When I start to cry at night thinking about what you're doing, I'm not equipped. You understand? Know exactly. What but day, she, my day, was, day, she, my y'all day y'all say, activities. She was about two years older than me. You understand? So right. I was like, she, I'm she, not she,
0: equipped. Right? Why is this? Some? Why? Why would she? Why would a 16 year old think that a 14 year old
1: is equipped, but to it doesn't even, age didn't even matter. That. You got yeah. you got some people that are younger than you, and that could guide you more exactly. than anybody or an older exactly. person do. So she was able to call her and say, Yo, what to do? And she could have told her and could have told her, Listen, do this, that, and the third. Who's to say she didn't guide her beforehand? And then once it got out of hand, it was like, Yo, talk to your mother because a friend, don't get me wrong, is not gonna go tell your mother. You're your not. friend is gonna hide your There's darkest no, secrets that's your not what no, is going an,
0: on. not saying that Antara couldn't tell her what to do but just the fact that she's 14 why do you think that I'm mentally that enough was to friend. listen to that was this her all friend. over time though
2: you know what she's absolutely right why would you think that way but let me help shape that perspective how many parents emotionally dump on their children
1: Hello because they've
2: been in domestic violence relations. This is why I do intergenerational trauma, because once again, we got a lot of little girls raising the next generation. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of little boys raising the next generation yep. because something happens in a childhood, whether they witness domestic violence. And if you don't never deal with that hurt, you grow up with a, a part of you that grew out instead of growing up. There's a difference. Growing out allows you to deal with habits and coping skills. Growing up makes you say, I gotta cut that off. You understand? I gotta cut off trying to be everybody's savior. I gotta cut off trying to make sure everybody else is straight. You understand? I gotta grow up because I'm growing out because everybody is feeding me their garbage. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of children are emotionally carrying
1: their parents. Right. And they say it. You 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 hear them say it. They be like, you know, like I practice. I feel like I raised my parents. And you like, wait, what? What you mean? But that right. in in some shape form or the other. I, that's why I always I'm big on letting kids be kids. Like people, right, are, right. This looks like this. My my kids are two years apart. My oldest son has never been responsible for raising the youngest one. He has never been. Right. Because I always knew because even though like we had this like huge family, and so what we what they did with us was the oldest ones had to always have the youngest ones. Like we going to school, we always got them. Coming home from school, we got them again. Like, you, no, was the, you was the the mama too, right? You know, we carry carrying um, you know what I'm saying? But it, but they put it, they um, my family made it as if it was like, okay, y'all all go to the same school, so everybody just come home together. No, I'm in the fifth grade. He in kindergarten. Why he taking? <laughs> right. You can get right. Home together, or you? Jesus. Can get <God>. And, and stuff like that really does happen, and we think that that's just like, oh, that's what you gotta do. As and like, you know, that's what you just gotta do. No, that's not right, though, because you're not allowing the other person to, the oldest kid, you know, to actually grow. You got them to grow. It right. Him. You, I gotta do homework with him. I ain't his mama. Well, I'm doing He's his homework. So why, why am I helping him with his homework? He is right. not like I gotta do my own homework. <laughs> right. And then, you know, so like when. When I had kids, I know that there's mistakes that I have made and probably continue to make to this day. I know like um I like my kids when I when I'm speaking to them, I curse a lot. I I just started cursing out of nowhere. I don't even know where I, I curse a lot. And so I it becomes I have to think about I'm like Precious, Why are you cursing so much? And they just be like, uh, one time, um, my kids was like, "Ah, right, you want to put a dollar in a jar for every time you curse?" Because so <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it was so like, wow, like you know, because I didn't think of, I didn't think of yeah, it. You didn't exist. think it was that bad, right? You know, but that that really made them feel some kind of way. Because I'm always cursing, right. hey, So that's over here. Like, why do I need to talk like that? And they are not even bad kids, you know. So it's a lot of things that I know that I could improve on. As much as I'm so big on this whole family love and dynamics and stuff, but um, I do pride myself on trying not to traumatize them in a lot of ways. Like, I, I'm I'm very cognitive of how they feel. I ask them. We They yes. have an opinion because they are humans. And so I, I think that's another form of, like, abuse, too, because you think that children don't have, they don't feel. Like, you do what I say and that's it. Uh uh-uh. uh we need to have a conversation and the kids will call me for a family meeting in a minute, okay? My kids would be like, Can we have a family meeting? Because we need to talk to you, and they are very respectful. And I'm I'm happy about that because I want them right. to be able to come and say how they feel. I don't just I don't just tell them like I don't just um you don't just dominate. dictate and call it a day. Here you go. I don't dictate the situation, right. I don't dominate the conversations, I allow them to to tell me how they feel. So I, I try. I try. I try to keep trauma from them as much as I can, but sometimes I can't help it. You know, like I'm human. I might go right. parenting does not come with instructions. And if, <laughs> even if it did, it wouldn't be correct because every child is different. Even if you every, have five kids, each is one different. of them are different. And um men go through domestic violence as well. Yeah. And no, I know, you um, know what? We just keep saying men and women, children go through it as well. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. And the household as well. But it starts from more so the parents. It starts so more so the foundation and the household. You understand what I'm saying? So if the foundation is erupt, nine times out of ten, the child going to be erupt too. So it starts from the men and the women or the women and the women and the men and the, whatever. No, I know so that- you know how sometimes,
0: you know, you uh, well, I, it's still domestic violence, but um, like the uncle or whatever... Supposedly, watching the kids and just right, right. Like the that, right, and then the mother just tries to sweep the shit under the rug, like that's it's a, not happening. Family secrets. That was when we did our, our
1: topic on family yeah, that's secrets. A, that's yes. just, that's a, that, that is a situation. situation. That's yes. Generational. That is definitely a generational thing. Um, I would say hurt I, people, I, I, hurt I, people.
2: You are correct. Yeah. You are correct, I, Adam. I, and and heal people, help heal people too. Right, and so we always like to talk about hurt people, hurt people, and you absolutely right. I love to talk about the language of changing that narrative, and so heal people, heal people too, right? right. We gotta be around what we want to become, right? And so I understand exactly what Rainbow was saying. It is a form of domestic violence, right? It's that ancestral pain, yep. that mm-hmm. is the generational trauma. Um, and again, why? Because that's how they were raised. Because right. my and do anything about it. So I'm in a really great place and in terms of rebuilding with my family when when my cousins call and say things like, how do you stop the intergenerational trauma? That's a great question. That means you intrigued. You know what right. I mean? You ready to start? Like,
0: hmm, maybe you ready to start, start, start.
2: Your process, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, sis is on to something because it takes somebody being strong and courageous to make a decision like that. Because when everybody is going straight, you got to make a decision to exit stage right mm-hmm. or stage right. You understand? You got to decide. Like, I'm not following the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what is what I think is best for me and my family. And that's not always easy. And so, yeah, a lot of it is just being passed down. And so, I'm looking to pass down healing like they've been passing down hurt.
1: Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. This was that- good. Yeah. Do you have any um information you would like to give? I know you're doing the suicide walk on Sunday. I know you mentioned um, a, men's, on a Saturday, men's situation. On Saturday, they're was... having a domestic
0: violence uh, forum, right? But she yes. said she's going to get the information mm-hmm. so we can so we can promote that for her. Yes. But where can they reach you? So if they wanted to do some work, some healing work on themselves. So you can email me.
2: Um, I'm at restoring.remnant R-E-M-N-A-N-T At gmail.com Or you can go to my website At restoring the remnant R-T-R The initials, right? Dot org So restoring the remnant R-T-R dot org Um, I'm also going to be doing something That's closed though That's closed to New York Theological Seminary Which you were telling me Talking about envy Um, And that's where we will be talking about Domestic violence against men And Mm -hmm. so you don't realize Like, you know Um, how one in five hundred may be raped, right? Or one in seven, maybe, right? right? Um, and we think that that number should really be to a woman, but women
0: should be zero. Nobody should be out here being raped
2: at all. But what I'm saying is, people think those numbers apply to women. They don't think it
1: happens right. That it happens to men, men, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Um, and we and men don't talk about their sexual abuse as much as women talk about their sexual abuse.
1: Because men 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 actually think it's a, a badge of like honor, but they really were sexually abused. Like you know when you hear about these twelve year olds or oh, eight year olds having sex with the babysitter. said like, yeah, boy, that was it. No, it wasn't. That's our yeah. right. Right. a big I <laughs> so Think
2: about in their community, that's a coping mechanism.
1: Oh God. Because
2: yes. when you go, because when a boy goes and tells it is embarrassing. North it's North it is embarrassing for some that recognize the shame associated with the experience, right? But then there are some who think when they go to their commute, they be like, oh boy, you got some tail, you got some pussy, oh, that's what I'm talking right. about.
0: I'm saying, you 12 years old, you 13
1: you years mean, old. Right, old. Right, right. So, yeah, now. You
0: know what you, what you to do with that thing? You just got, <laughs> you just got abused, sir. And they don't know
1: it. And so. don't even realize it. Yeah.
2: And that's why people think ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And right. that's why sometimes, you know, people are comfortable in their dysfunction. And so... Yeah. I've had to leave a lot of environments when I started to talk about my sexual abuse, you know, being an incarcerated wife, because that's what I consider it. Um, all those different things that I've experienced and overcome that people are afraid to talk about. I'm like, I still got my mind and I'm not blubbering in Bellevue. So you're going to get this understanding. Right. But this, a lot of people feel like I didn't know I was being abused. So I've come across, like I said, a lot of my clients are 70, 60. They will say to me, like, I didn't realize I was abused.
1: Mm. They thought they were just performing their wifely duties. No, we playing house. A lot of times we'd be playing house when we're younger and don't even realize it with your cousin, with your uncle, with whoever, and that's where it all starts at. Because I was reading something, and I, and that was actually in the book, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's right." You'd be surprised. Back in the days, and a lot of stuff that we grew up on was not right, you know, I and then now it's more in the forefront. I ain't play house. And then those kids, and
2: then, and then those kids go to school, and they do it in the playground, or they take you in the bathroom, right? right? So they do stuff to you. So I remember all those little things, little kids in the community come with me in the bathroom, and then they start touching you and play, and you like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Or you don't say what's going on because you think that it's normal. Um, and so when they go to school, and so I've met a lot of women and men who have been honest enough to say. Mm. Yeah, I did things to my classmates mm. because it was right. done to me. Oh, so oh, they seen it at home. Right. Oh, and sometimes that's how that kid gets saved. Ooh. But imagine, because they went to school and did it to somebody else, that now when that kid says something about it and it makes them look at that other kid's household, now that child has a chance to use their voice to break the silence to right. talk about what did domestic violence do to them. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of triumphant tools. We have trauma healing groups. If you look on Restoring the, the Remnant, RTR.org, we do um, trauma healing groups that are small based, bi- small Bible-based groups what? for sex 6 to 12 tag. people. Oh, sex tag is when Um. so I remember one time we, they were running and when they catch you, they pull your pants down. What?
1: Oh,
0: wow. I ain't never played oh, that. I ain't hear that one. I, oh, never, I never heard it. I yeah. would never play that. I'd have been like, we ain't
1: pulling no pants down
0: here. That's crazy, right.
2: Yeah. I remember that and I used and I used to always be on the sideline getting the evil looks because I didn't want to play. Because I was like who thinks that's cute? Getting your
1: pants pulled but, down in the street. Like, Project you know kids game don't say. But that's but you know what though? A lot a lot of times, um, like just thinking back to like the playing house thing, just the stuff that happens from when you were younger, and then like the stuff that you experienced, right? Like where um you might have seen like a girl who was fast or whatever, who was faster than you. Because everybody was faster than me. I didn't even have my titties ain't even start to develop until I was damn near 16 years old, to be honest. I was, I was <laughs> flat be silly. But I didn't even, like, my friend, my friend showed me how to kiss, and she was just, she like she showed me on her hand, and she just thought that it was the worst thing, that I was 13 and didn't know how to tongue kiss. And I was like, <laughs> why am I tongue kissing people? Like, I knew better than that. Right. Like, just to think back and stuff like that, like, we call little girls fast, but you just never know why they fast? Like, right, right, her, right. right. girl. Why is she fast though? Nobody never thought to look into why that fast girl was fast. Like nobody. She could have been getting abused, or could have had gotten abused. Didn't have. And know, that's how. She's like, so why do you? Why do you think she as was women so, so sexual?
0: Like, we right. never know why these children are so hypersexual. Like boys, we just think, oh, it, you know, it's, it's just normal, boy. right. right? But women, why why do we think that the the girl because clearly these little boys uh they what do they say? We having sex with someone, but why are the girls so hypersexual then?
1: It's a why
0: lie. is it that they're like, you know what? All right, I'll have sex with you. Why are they just like, Okay, it's I'll do it? They're so right, now you just
2: but I think it's society's way of trying to cope with the fact that they don't want to deal with the injustices that are being done to our children. Yep. So it's easier yep. to say sis is fast and to yep. say that somebody inappropriately touched her or had inappropriate conversations or watching pornography when they were supposed to be babysitting. You understand? It's about us being accountable for what yep. we've done in front of children. And as yep. long as we have record artists and actresses and celebrities who feel like, as a parent, it is your responsibility to guard your children. We always gonna have th- problems, and our children will always be tainted because we were all once a child. That's universal. Nobody right. came here a full grown adult. If you do, I don't want to meet you. You understand? <laughs> but at the end of the day, right. we are all came here as children. How could you not want to protect a child?
1: It's the things exactly. we hear and see, Don yeah. said. And you're correct. You see it. That's in why home. children go to try our children's place. They don't need to be seen.
0: When adults are around, go go where you need to be. You don't need to be in adult business because they're sponges and they hear everything. But well,
2: But you got to make sure that that environment is right because that's when the right. stuff happens. When, when you, when you the put the kids happens. in the other room okay. and say get away from the adults, the adults is having grown conversations. And it was when you, my parents and my relatives was like, go in the back and do what you do. I remember having to tell my mom, eight years old in Georgia, yo, He's showing a porn. right? My mom was like, what? Right. I'm like, why are you telling me go in the room with the kids yeah. and be quiet? They watching porno. You understand? Because, now right. i got images in my at- head at eight years old. You wow. understand? And so right. again, it, it, we got to be real cautious. What that means is as adults, you need to monitor your time. You, you, that's that's you, that's you, that's you need right. to wait until either children are going too bad yes. and you knew that they were going too bad or you right. may, Space for this activity that you're gonna do, but right. a lot of times it's about the lack of discipline in adults, and so mm-hmm. kids are privy to what's being seen and heard. I'm ready to smoke my blunt. I'm ready to do my do, and I need you to stay in the room, kids. Not my daughter that came out four times since I've been on this podcast. <laughs> on her. I fed her, I washed her, I did everything I was supposed to do. Right? It's not her bedtime yet. So again, yeah. kids are going to be kids. And we caused damage if I would have been on the podcast. Like, you
1: need to take your ass to bed. Right. Right. That is is the God honest truth. You just spoke a word because that is, I was about to say that well, not in that context, but well, in that context, but not that same. Don't say he saw a lot of porn when he was young. Yes. I believe it. We we have children around places they should not be. It is so accessible
0: for them now.
1: Right, but no, but it was always accessible to us, though. Like, come on, you, you, how many things you saw you was five to ten years old that you shouldn't have saw because, like, Antara said, they I, don't know how to manage. I can't say that I did. Oh, I can, I can. I had a huge family. I have seen. I tell you, that's a, why you think I don't drink because right. I saw crackheads. I still know what cracks smell like.
0: Uh-huh. You know,
1: I am thirty-six right. years old. How was it that I was a kid and knew what a crack was? How? Because my uncle smoked crack. And guess what? My grandmother would not let them leave the house. And you know what I'm saying? Like That's traumatizing. Right. You, know, you don't catch me drinking anything other than some juice. And people always find it to be very funny. But I'm so serious. I don't want to become a crackhead. I'm traumatized. There's stuff that I've seen when that I was you don't even kids. want to write. Put your foot I'm in, right way. And it, I'm it not even going to attempt it. It wasn't even like, you know, like my grandmother, my grandmother didn't know she traumatized me. I'm pretty sure she probably still don't think she traumatized us. She was right.
2: protecting you and him. That's yeah. the that's the bad part that sometimes grandma don't know. So she think I'm protecting the babies and I'm protecting my son. You understand? Yeah. I don't want my son smoking crack in the street. He right. get hurt. He so still hurt somebody. Them. Right. But I don't want the kids to be hurt. So it's it's a grandmother's yeah.
1: best. Gra- grandma, grandma did a pass. Grandma did a pass. You, know you know what? Ciroc might not make you smoke crack, but guess what? I got addicted personalities. Clearly, I must, I'm must. i not drinking Ciroc. Oh, yes, y'all. Right, she you alright you Right, not know. It, it, you know your limits, exactly. I don't want to find out what it could do to me, so I don't need it. I'll continue with my juice. said no Ciroc or the Rock. I know. it's just it's really just what it is there's stuff that you don't think is a trauma until you get older because i can't imagine how my grandmother felt you know with her sons being crackheads but everybody else in your household is just the, the perfect and then you got these kids she put them in a basement we got a three we got three stories she put them in the basement and we were, you know, in the rest of the house, it was just like two separate worlds, but it wasn't. Because guess what, when they started smoking crack, we smelled it, we were kids. Yeah, you do and smell, right, right. Have, we shouldn't have- It came have, through the vents. It, it came through everywhere. We the
0: shouldn't- right. have been, The stairs, it came up, the steps and everything.
1: Because I can't imagine having my kids in a situation like that. Like, mm. you know, and and they, my mom, my grandpa, my grandfather hated it, but you know, my, my grandmother, him wanting because that, that's her kids, that's their kids, or whatever. But like my mom, she should have removed us, but she didn't, you know. Right. What I'm and I'm pretty sure if my mother was here, she wouldn't think that she did it injustice, Well, she probably would now. But at the time, it was just like, oh yeah, like they in the basement, they bothering nobody they in the basement. Yeah, they but bother- you can smell it, it's reeking right. Yeah, we didn't, and have- that's why I said it starts from the foundation, it starts yeah. from home. Because even yeah. like with myself, I've seen my mother and my father yeah. fight, Mm-mm. I've seen it to the point where, um. The police were call a number of times and me and my sister got to run down the block and call the cops because my mother got the knife on my father's neck. And I'm like, oh boy, to the point I remember verbatim, the officer said, if we come back here, Miss Miles, talking to my mother, this will be the last time we come back here because you will not have a Christmas because we're going to take the kids. And that was my mother's last straw and she removed us out the situation. So once mm-hmm. she removed us out the situation, now my father was stalking her. It was like everywhere we went, it was something it was to the point he was breaking the windows out of her car and harassing her at work whatever job she went to he was coming up there that's how i know so much that's why when you said um entire you when you have to do certain things on your own you don't have a circle with you, you gotta yes your, your faith has to be strong and i must say from the beginning and from young my faith had to be strong because i had to see my mother remove herself from certain situations and she had brothers and sisters And on Uh on that, and back in that time, that type of time, and they just wanted to put in the work. They wanted to stop them out, and I've seen it. My my mother make a call. He added again. Uncle so on his way. And then when you realize what he really ready to do, now you like, well, Dad, it's it really went down. They really do give it up like that. But then in my situation, when like I say, I say all the time, I'm the only one, pretty much in New York. My mom is in Florida. My father's in Florida. My sisters in Florida. I have cousins out here, but I'm very more so to myself. So I'm very much on some. If I got if I got to do it, it got to get done. So I know my faith is strong because I've gotten myself out of situations more so on my own and do research. You understand? what I'm saying that's how I found out about Safe Horizon. That's how I found out about COPE. That's how I found out about different um, you know, with going to the shelter, about different resources, and I know how to guide people. Listen, bitch, you're gonna have to do this, you're gonna have to do that, you're gonna have to, you know, it's it's, it's to, I can help you, but so much you gotta help yourself. So yeah. I'm also educator person, they just gonna have to do have figure out how to do it on yeah, their own. People people do it on their own time, but I'm glad you mentioned those organizations yes. uh, because we are going to we're gonna have to have a part two because we definitely have to close out the show. Um, we're going to um, put the information, the links in the, um on the, we're going to put it on, we're going to drop it below. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to put it on the website. Right. <laughs> it's going to be in the box below. Yeah. And we'll we also post it. it on our Instagram page. I'll right. post it on Instagram. That's what I was trying to it. say. We're going to post right. it on social media. <laughs> we'll um, post the um the domestic violence for Safe Horizon. We'll post it for Colt. Um, any other resources that the ladies do have, you know, we'll reach out to everybody. We'll come together, and I'll post it on our social media platform If it, um, it's anonymously, nobody has to reach out to us. Nobody has to tell us anything that they want the services. We're gonna provide it. If you know somebody going through a situation, hey, shoot her a text. Shoot him a text. Yo, call this number. Go in the bathroom. If you gotta no. cry, get it out. Cling we yourself. It's out. okay. We're gonna definitely put it up there so you guys know we have in we have Miss Antara. We love when she comes up, we here. appreciate you. Yes, oh, you I, her. I was like, Do you think she was like, I don't know if this is yeah. like I do it <laughs> she up there and she drives gems. I love it all the time. I think, all the time. That, I think that, um, you are such a blessing. We love you so much. Yes, on the show. Um, so she is you can reach Miss Antara. We're gonna put all her information about yes, you. it's um, w. OK, boom. We got some information stolen. <laughs> Let's go ahead right. now. All right, y'all. We will see you guys next week. We we, we should be doing a part two. We in Domestic Violence Awareness once anyway. So we should do a part two. But we'll see how that goes. But we'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. We love y'all. And see y'all you. next week, and we'll see y'all later. Follow all our platforms. We got to go. Dog got something to do. So he's trying to rush us whole probably right now at the no, moment. So if y'all don't the already, yes, if y'all don't already, follow us on Envious Creations, Rainbow Refresher. I will drop Miss Antara's Instagram. Also follow 360 Photos, which is Precious Instagram. She's going to have to convert it in a minute, but we're going to work on that. So please, y'all, please, y'all, please stay tuned. We appreciate y'all. Miss Antara, we thank you so much. Thank you. And you. And we will see y'all next week. Same time, yeah. same channel on the Evening Watch Network. Let's nice. go Bye, you All right, y'all.